0: Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and I am really excited. I have my friend Bobby Howe, who's here from the St. Joe. Are you still living in St. Joe? I still live you? in St. Joe, okay, yes, sir. Great. And she is your title with. You, she's with Keller Williams, and your title with them is...
1: So I'm an, I am an I. am one of their owners, okay, and I am a realtor.
0: And you guys are like one of the top KWs in the country, I We think. are
1: one of the top 25 largest in the country, yes. Uh,
0: I remember seeing that picture <laughs> in front of a Learjet, but uh, that's not your Learjet. That was not someday, my Learjet, yeah. but that was
1: a fun... So we got to be on the cover of a magazine because we were one of the 10 fastest growing companies in Kansas yes, City. Yes, that's
0: right. Yeah. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about... What do you walk new agents through when they're coming to work for you? I mean, what's your. your...
1: So when we're working with new agents, the number one thing to do is to get their expectations set correctly. You know, you didn't just get a license and now your phone's going to ring off the hook because everybody knows you have a license now, but they don't because you didn't tell anybody. And so I set the expectation is that there is a lot of work going into real estate. So My own personal story is that I've been in real estate since I was eight years old. My mom was a realtor. She was a single parent. I was an only child. I went on every listing, every showing, every everything. (laughs) I wrote my first contract when I was 10 because my mom would either misspell the word refrigerator or she'd put a closing on a Sunday and I'd correct her in front of her clients. And she'd be like, oh, if you're so darn smart, then you just write the contract. Well, I did. And it was a perfect one. So that's how I made my allowance growing up was I wrote my mom's contracts. I did all of her marketing. We were doing that work. Um, I actually was licensed on my 18th birthday. So I've seen the changes in this industry. And I'm now 42, just giving away my age. I've seen the changes in this industry over the last few years. Not last few years, a lot of years. And it's the work that you have to put in. It's so true. Um, I I give a keynote speech based on my mom's life because she's no longer with us. And the very first point I make is that work-life balance is a misnomer. We all want work-life balance. And so many people say that I get into real estate so that I can have that work-life balance. There's very few times in your life when you will truly have work-life balance. Right. There's going to be the work-heavy side of your life, and it's going to stink. And the sooner that we can just accept that that's a part of our life that we have to have mm-hmm. in order to have the life side, the easier it is to get past it and just let it happen. But we also have to take time for that life-side but you got to put the work in first. That is so you've, true. You've got to set aside at least six months' worth of living expenses, knowing that the money's not going to be coming in. You've got to get your database built up ASAP. And we talk about when you build that database, it's going to be anybody and everybody that you would invite to your wedding. Anybody and everybody that you would walk up into the grocery store and they would say, hey, John, how you doing? Those are the first few people you start reaching out to day one.
0: And letting them know you're in real estate. Yeah, and just
1: having a conversation with them, you know. So the conversation doesn't have to be, you know, hey, I'm in real estate. Who do you know that wants to buy or sell? It's conversation of, hey, what's going on with you? Ask people what's going on with them. Start a conversation about them because people love to talk about themselves. Yes. And then they'll ask, well, what's going on with you? Well, I just got my real estate license. This is what's going on. It's those one-on-one conversations. I don't like mass mailings. It's, it's very efficient, but I would prefer a one-on-one conversation or a handwritten note to someone because those things matter. We have too much mass marketing coming at us today. Right. So the more that we can set ourselves apart by going one-on-one with people, the better off we are. And another point that I think that, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time with this topic today, but that, that so many new and experienced agents get lost in is – you're a business owner, act like one. Too often, we see new agents get in this business. They've been employees their entire life, and now they think they're just an employee of their broker. The broker's gonna tell them what to go do, the broker's gonna get them business. You're an independent contractor. You're running your own separate business underneath their business. So, you need to educate yourself how to be a business owner, and that's gonna start with having. A profit and loss statement. That's going to ha- start with having a budget. I mean, my mom was in this industry for 20 some years and I never saw her have a budget. And it's just always, you know, you go to conferences or you see a little ad on Facebook and you're like, oh, I'm going to sign up for that. It'll pay for itself in one transaction. You will one transaction yourself to death in this industry if you allow that to be the way you lead with spending your money in your business. And so you got to pull back, you got to know when can I spend money? And where am I going to spend it?
0: Those are great tips. I really, really appreciate that. And I know our audience will too. And what what I want them to understand what you're basically giving parts of a recipe, there's lots more to to the recipe to success. But you know, in my and, and I got my license when I was 18 as well. And Sometimes I'm so guilty about trying to change the recipe and it's okay to tinker with it somewhat to fit your style, but I mean, setting expectations, having a budget, working your people you know,
1: mm-hmm. you've
0: got to do that stuff. I mean, it's just crucial, so.
1: Well, I always feel like you have to follow the recipe the first time to see how it's supposed to be. Right. Then you can start experimenting with it later and saying, you know what, maybe there's a little too much butter. We'll cut back on butter, but that's we're going to add great, some extra yes. chocolate chips.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's a great point. But the bottom line is, you know, fi- find out what successful people are doing. And, and I know with Keller Williams, and when I read Gary Keller's book, The Millionaire Agent, like, holy cow, why didn't somebody tell me this 20 years ago? (laughs) And uh, which is a great book. And I would highly recommend you reading that because it just makes sense. And a lot of what you just talked about, he discusses, it is your business. And my mom always told me that she got it. She was in the real estate business as well. And she's like, this is your business. And you have to treat it like a business. Mm -hmm. So
1: yeah, and too often, we don't see realtors treating it like a business. And going back to the MREA or the millionaire real estate agent or the red book, whatever name you want to right. call it, it doesn't matter what brand you choose to associate yourself with. Exactly. I have been in every office of brands and I see it on almost every top producer's desk. That's it is exactly just, right. it is the real estate Bible, if you will. And I don't like to be sacrilege like that, but it's one of those things that reading that single book and taking it chapter by chapter can literally make you or break it you can. in this industry.
0: And by the way, I have the a- printed copy but i downloaded the audiobook which is really cool because it's there's three different authors and there's little pieces in the book where there are side notes about successful people. Mm-hmm. And so different people read those. So it's the, the audio kind of cool too. Yeah, so. It's a really
1: good audio book. And you know, it, it, what would build on that book after you finish it, which it's also a Gary book, and I'm not a big like drink the Kool-Aid person. So let's not go down I that know road. That. No, that's. But the other book to follow up after you read that is the one thing yes. that teaches you how to focus on the most important thing in your business, which is lead generation. I can tell you if your business is growing, staying steady or dying by the amount of leads you have coming in. I—I I, One of my favorite realtors we have in Kansas City um, was a newer realtor, and I was having a conversation with him about starting some lead generation to get his business growing. He'd come from being the CEO of a large hospital in Kansas City. And he said, well, Bobby, you don't understand. I'm not a lead generator. And I said, I'm going to stop you right there. Every business has to generate leads, yes. or it's not in business. You had to generate leads as a hospital. We were sitting at a Starbucks. Starbucks has to generate leads or they don't keep their door open. At this point, it's a lot of word of mouth and repeat business, but they had to generate leads in the beginning. Every realtor has to generate leads in some fashion. Yes. Or you're not in
0: business. That's so true. Well, Bobby, thank you so much. I wanted to mention too, she has a great podcast. Tell tell the listeners the name of it because they would love to listen to that.
1: Yeah, so uh, I do a podcast for the Kansas City Association of Realtors. It's called Kansas City Real Talk. It is... Um, on Apple. You can find it and download it and we have a lot of fun. We record every 2 weeks and it's I have a co-host Alex Garing. He's from Kansas. He's a former NAR 30 under 30 w- award winner and we have a lot of time, to- a good time. We bring on a lot of different guests and uh, one of my favorite parts of my uh, the podcast is I do a segment every time called Bookbit, Bobby's Bookbit. And we, I talk about a different book every time. So if you want to keep up to some books that are good to read, um, I'm always happy to share those with people.
0: So what's your book you would recommend to our audience right now?
1: Oh, if, I, if I'm going away from what we just already talked about, MREA and the one thing, the next book I would read after that is The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Yes. And that audio book is my f- absolute favorite audio book of all times because Grant's reading it, and he's got one of those voices that's like, if I don't do what I, he says to do, he may stab me in my sleep. Like, he's got a scary right. – <laughs> he's a very motivational speaker. Um, but it just talks about setting your goals 10 times higher – so that if you only reach seven, you've still accomplished so much more than what you ever thought you could do.
0: That is a great audio book. And I need to go back and listen to it. it it's almost like he's in the car yeah. coaching you. So yes. Really. Yeah, that's
1: that's exactly. You know, I listen to audiobooks everywhere, you know, in my house and do stuff. Right. But that's the one I always listen to in my car. And I get extra motivated whenever I arrive. Like, I got to go do whatever Grant told me yeah, to go do. Exactly. Yeah. Well,
0: good. Well, Bobby, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Don't forget... You can subscribe to us on YouTube, like this podcast, subscribe, and check out GlobalRealEstateSchool.com. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.